This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Today is Thursday, May 20, May 26, 2022, and I am back finally again with my friend and co-host, Elia, and we are finally getting, after months and months and months of planning this, we are finally going to get to now talk about Django Unchained from 2012, directed by Quentin Tarantino. I wanted to talk about Django Unchained with Ilya for a while. We just got done re- uh, doing Godfather 50th Anniversary Retrospective, so if you haven't already done so, check out uh, Godfather of Ilya's Opinions on the 50th Anniversary of Godfather. Uh, but right now we're on Django with Ken- Quentin Tarantino, uh, starring Jamie Foxx as Django and... Christoph Waltz says Dr. King Schultz. Dr. King Schultz, yes. So which I um so so here we go. Elliot, welcome back on. We finally get to get into it. Um what are your opening what are your opening initial thoughts and opinions uh to start off talking about Django Unchained from 2012? And by everybody by, by the way, everybody, uh, possible spoilers from Elia. So if you've not yet seen this movie, it's 10 years old. Stop the podcast. Watch the movie because there may be some twists and turns and spoilers, what have you. So yeah, there's that. Yeah. So, um, Elia, what are your opening, yeah, sure. opening, uh, thoughts, opinions, initial reactions to, uh, Django Unchained? So just to summarize, so this is, uh, we were redoing the podcast because the first time we weren't able to do it uh, correctly or well or whatever. So I just want to let everybody know that. So I'm going to summarize what we talked about from the last one so we can kind of catch up or whatever and make it, I think, better. So, to, again, to summarize, uh, I was saying uh, from uh, the last one that we did that I didn't know that Kerry Washington was the one that played Hilda. It was interesting because uh, I like her as an, you know, she's a good actress. And so that, I thought that was interesting. And then we were talking about how uh, Candy, uh, so Mr. Candy, whatever his name was, was he played really like Leonardo DiCaprio played really well. And I thought he just he just did a phenomenal job. I felt I thought he was like super evil basically. And um, all right, other than that, I thought that um, give me one second. Sorry, can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear. Can hear I can, yeah, was I can hear. Playing? Was that music playing? I don't have any music playing. Okay, I was just wondering because there was music playing um, on my app. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, it's good. We're good so far. We're good. That's fine. Okay. Um, So other than that, I thought that, um, how do I say it? I think that Christoph Waltz's character, so uh, King. Yeah, Dr. King King Schultz, yeah. Yeah, Dr. Schultz, right. So he took a... um, Kind of like a uh, submissive role in the movie for some reason. I never understood that because he was supposed to be the, the bounty hunter. He was supposed to be in charge. And for some reason, the movie kind of showed Jamie Foxx. So uh, Jamie Foxx's character, so Django, kind of takes over his leadership or something. It, it felt like that to me. And I didn't understand that. I just, it never made sense. But the part I really also didn't understand is why uh, Dr. Schultz shot Candy in the first place because why well, I understand he didn't want to shake his hand and Candy kept trying to force him to shake his hand. But I don't know why he got triggered so bad to a point that he shot Candy. If he really wanted to kill him, he could have just, um, you know, he could have just assassinated him like a, like a ninja, you know what I mean? Like an actual assassin, which like sneak in the night kind of thing, uh, covert, clandestine, 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 I can't, I can't pronounce the name correctly. 
it worked correctly. So basically, like, done, done it in secret, you know, clandestinely. Um, and so he could have avoided the firefight. He could have avoided getting killed and all that. I never understood that part either. Yeah, I think I think you guys. I, I, I like both your observations about both those points. I, uh, before Schultz, we were talking about uh, before Christoph Waltz, we were talking about um, how what were you saying before Christopher Waltz? The characters that was it, Kerry Washington. Uh, all this yeah, Kerry Washington. Yeah. I didn't know it was Kerry Washington. I liked that. I mean, I liked her as an actress. I just can't remember where I remember her from because there was other movies I remember her from, and I can't remember where it's from. It's not. I keep thinking that she was in. Um, the movie with Terrence Howard, uh, anyway, I can't remember the name, but um, I thought she was in the movie with Terrence Howard, but I know it wasn't her, it was a different actress, but she was in other movies and I can't remember from where, and I feel like, uh, anyway, so I just, I like her as an actress, I just can't remember. Where so she, she was supposed to be, she, she, like, I'm kind of obsessed with it, right. I'm kind of a fixated on the fact that I can't remember what right. movie you'll, you'll figure it out later on what part it was. Um, so in the movie, in the in the movie, they're like a married couple, like they're their husband and wife or something, right. and he has to try to save her. Correct. Yeah, no, I know that. Part. Oh, oh, yeah, I know okay. That. I'm just saying, like, right. other than the movie. Itself, oh, yeah, like, for sure. But yeah, she's definitely in a lot. She's definitely in like a lot of credits, a lot, a lot of different projects for sure. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I in the retake that we're doing since I didn't like how the first one with the long pauses. Um, what did you make of the Samuel L. Jackson character, whatever he played? Yeah, he's really complex, so that's going to take me a minute to okay. kind of... Uh, that's fine. We can go back to that. it. That's fine. His, his character is very complex, okay? So I think that is probably... That's the best role that I've ever seen him do besides, like, Pulp Fiction. Like, I really like him in Pulp Fiction, and I like him um, I like him in uh, the Avengers series. So he plays the... Uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he plays the director of, uh, of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., Forgot the character's name, but the director of Shield, right? Yeah, I like him there, and I like him in. Uh, I like him in a lot of movies. Honestly, like I could talk about Samuel L. Jackson for a dude. I could talk about him for a minute. I mean, he he's in but, so, uh, he is in so many different movies. Dude, he's in so many different movies. But uh, basically, like I, I'm gonna talk. Like I said, I it's like I said, I can't just talk about it. Right, the more yeah, right, the Marvel, the Marvel, the long way. The Marvel character was Nick 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 Fury. Nick Fury. Nick Fury. That's yeah. it. Right, the director of Shield. So Nick Fury, right? So what I'm saying is I have to lead up to what I think about his character and um, how he plays his character in uh, Django Unchained because it's a very deep role, I think. Possibly, honestly, I think he might be like the actual, like to me, he's he just, has a deeper role than even Django does. Like to me, I would like, I feel like the movie is like, like I don't know how to say, I know, I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know how exactly how to say it. Basically, what I'm saying, he takes the spotlight away from me. He, for me, he takes the spotlight away from Django a little bit because he's just such a complex character, such a deep character. So that's what I'm saying. So as far as him playing that role, uh, I'm just going to mention some movies that I really like, that I like his roles in, and I like how he played in. So he was in, um, damn it, Old Boy. He was an old boy with... Uh, with uh, Thanos, the guy who plays Thanos. I can't remember the damn dude's jo name. Josh, Josh Brolin? Josh Brolin? Yeah, so he plays uh, the, the new version, the American version of Old Boy. Just in case you guys haven't seen Old Boy, uh, watch it. There's the original version, which is the Japanese version or Korean version or something. And then there's the American version with uh, Josh Brolin. So definitely check it out. So he has kind of a minor role in that movie. 
I really like how he plays that role. I like how he plays in, uh, like, already the movies I already mentioned. So, uh, Pulp Fiction. And he was in uh, Jungle Fever with Wesley Snipes, which is a really old movie right now. By the, you know, at this point, it's like 93 or something. But uh, that was his, like, I think that was his very first, like, Hollywood role ever. Uh, really good. So if you guys haven't seen that movie, that's an old movie. Uh, definitely watch it. It's a Spike Lee joint. Uh, it's really good. I love Jungle Fever. But um, anyway, so he's played so many characters over the years. And so, so to get back to the main topic, as far as Steven, like this character Steven in, uh, in Django Unchained, what I think is, he's like, he's got basically what I, what I would call uh, Stockholm Syndrome. If you guys don't know what Stockholm Syndrome is, look it up uh, to get more information. But basically, in summary, Stockholm Syndrome is a condition, psychological condition that people develop when usually when they're kidnapped. And they start to, after a while, they start to uh, basically agree with their kidnappers and start to basically like think of their kidnappers as friends or whatever. And they actually, uh, basically, they, I don't know how to say it, but basically look up Stockholm Syndrome. You know, I got, I got to make a quick point. Like, I, I got to make a quick point about that. When you said that, um, Electra, Electra in the third Pierce Brosnan and James Bond movie kind of had what you just described there with the, the Stockholm syndrome kind of a little bit. I don't want to get too off topic because I'm a big James Bond fan, but she was supposed to be uh, Stockholm, okay. Stockholm syndrome the way you're describing that. Okay. We can get into that later. Thanks yeah. for mentioning that. We can talk about that. Uh, yeah, no, we don't go get yeah. sidetracked too much, right? Yeah. Sorry. That, that was off the sidetrack, but real quick. Yeah. Back to, uh, Django no, Unchained. Yeah. That's fine. If you want to talk about it, you can. It's up to you, man. No, that's what I was just saying. No, I was just no, I was just saying that when you mentioned the Stockholm syndrome, that the example of that is in the World Is Not Enough, the Electra movie. Electra movie with that she had. Oh, you're talking about that movie. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. For a second. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that's kind of part of it. Yeah, I definitely. Oh, we can talk about that. That's yeah, another time. Yeah, time. yeah, but um, yeah, but, but anyway, anyway, back to Django so, Unchained. So, yeah. So back to uh, the topic. Basically, um. It's like he doesn't see himself. I don't know what he sees. I, I I can't really read the person's mind, the character's mind. But the way I interpret it is that he doesn't think of himself as what he is, which is which he is a slave, right? Like technically, is he a freed slave in that movie, or is he still technically legally still owned by Candy? Well, it's either one or the other. I forget yeah. which, but definitely he. Yeah, one of the. I'm not sure which one, but yeah. Because. Because he might not even be technically property, like at that point. I'm not trying to say anything wrong, but this is the movie, okay? So I'm not, I know for those of you who are super, like everything politically, it has to be politically correct and stuff. It, it is what it is, guys. This is a, this is a movie about slavery, uh, at least in some ways. So I'm not saying anything bad, I'm not trying to offend anyone, okay? So if anyone's offended, I apologize, but I'm not trying to offend anyone, okay? It's just kind of a disclaimer. Um, so basically, I don't know if he's actually a slave or if he just you know, just lives there and basically works for Candy. And as far as I know, he probably isn't even a slave. Like, uh, well, for whatever, whatever, the whatever is going on, he doesn't see himself as an employee. He sees himself as a part of the family, basically. But it makes sense because the way Candy mentions that um, he says something like that his father trusted Steven to uh, shave his neck and you know he you know he wasn't afraid that he was, was going to cut his neck and all that so basically it sounds like this this Steven 
you know, was probably raised from birth as part of the household. So he doesn't really, uh, you know, like I said, he doesn't see himself as a slave and a master and Candy as a master. He sees Candy as like almost like his godson, I guess, because he freaks the fuck out when um, when uh, Schultz shoots Candy, right? Yeah, he did, yeah. So he loves him almost like a son. He, like, loves him like a child because he, I'm sure he probably raised, basically helped raise him. So, yeah, there's a lot. That's what I thought was so complex about him. That's, and then later on, that's after good. they capture, uh, uh, later on, mm -hmm. after they capture Django, he talks about how he's going to, like, cut his balls off, basically castrate him yeah. and all that, or cut his junk off or whatever. And he's just so you know, excited about it. Not excited, like, in a happy way, but excited, like, he's just like, I'm going to get my fucking revenge because you killed my... Uh, right, yeah. You know, you, kill, you killed my boss or whatever. So I thought that's what that's what I was saying. It's a very complex, deep character. No, I agree with... I agree. That yeah, now. I agree with what you... Stop with that for now. Right. I agree with... Let me finish. Sorry. Give me a second. Ben, just give me a second. Sorry. I, I know you, you want to talk, but, like... But let me finish, and then you can talk as much as you want. Just let me finish my thoughts. Okay. And then... um. So basically, that's it, man. You know, and so that's what I think. But I, I'm going to talk about more of him. I'm going to talk more about him later. Right now, I'm just going to stop at that because there's more I want to say. But that's that's kind of the summary, the foundation of what I'm going to say. All right, I'm done. Okay. Oh yeah, I was just no, I was just going to say that I agree with you on how you described that. Like he thought he was the family. They they get along, the family and all that. How you explained it all with that. Um, I so I agree with how you described him for all that stuff. And I just wanted to make an observation for you said a little a little bit ago. Uh, Jungle Jungle Fever came out in 1991, and he was in, also in Jungle Fever as well. But it came out in 1991, so early 90s. You said 93. You were close. Um, so Jungle Fever was there, and probably I guess other um, other. Uh, that director, Spike Lee, I'm sure he's in other Spike Lee projects as well. But yeah, I definitely agree with how you described his character in the way about with to his to his boss or the slavery and all that. It was well described how you did all that. Yeah. Right, right, for sure. Okay, I'm gonna take a minute. I gotta fill out something real quick. So go ahead and talk, man. I'll I'll catch up. Okay. All right. Sure. So again, everybody, uh, if you want to get your comments in there. You can send us a voice message in the voice matter way on anchor.fm for possible comments of what you think of all this. Um, I'm get, trying to get used to the no music when I do co-host a podcast with Ilya. So this is the second one we're doing where the second official episode where there's no music in the background. Um, let me see. Um, yeah, they're, they're, uh, let's see, there's other characters that I don't, I don't know their names as well. But yeah, I like the music in this movie. I remember liking it the first time I saw it, but I did do, do think that I like Inglorious Bastards just a little bit more than Django. But these are the only two Tarantino movies that I actually like are these two movies, Inglorious Bastards and Tarantino, um, and rather, and Django. Um, again, I didn't, in the retake, I don't think I've, since the original, uh, take didn't, uh, was cut off and we're re this take is, the second take is coming, coming up much better for us. I do want to tell you all that, um, let's see a few things. Number one, Will, actor Will Smith was offered the part of Django, but ultimately turned it down. And, uh, J Jamie Foxx is who he would end up being, but also in the first take that we didn't end up using to go along with those lines. Will, um, Ilya did say that he thought that maybe Cuba, Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. might have been a better character for Django than Jamie Foxx as a better part for that role. Um, so there's the Cuba Gooding Jr. opinion of that Django may have been better as Cuba Gooding Jr. than Jamie Foxx. 
Fox. Um, Christoph Waltz was okay in this, um, but I think he did a better job in, ultimately in uh, uh, Inglorious oh. Bastards. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was really great as the villain. He really was bleeding during one take and they kept it uh, as, and stayed in character, so that was great. Um, the movie's very violent. It's got a lot of language and a lot of violence, but you know that's what you get with Tarantino and his, his R-rated movies. Um, I... Don't know how much rewatchability value this has. It's very long. It's two hours and forty, two hours and forty-five minutes. You might like the long Godfather more so than Django here, but um, yeah, that's some thoughts there about all this stuff. What's that? No, I was just telling the audience some uh, some things that 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 didn't get to be that are reset in our second take that we cut off on the first take about some of the different things that I was also trying to bring back from the first take uh, to tell the audience that they won't won't hear since the first take what we we cut off and I we put I was saying how like how um Cuba Gooding Jr. was your was your opinion of who maybe should have taken Django part instead of Jamie Fox and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I got you, man. That sounds good, man. Yeah, sounds good, bro. I'm listening. I'm listening. All right, so let's see. What else? Um, like I the music was well done. Just just like the music is uh, well done in a lot of movies. And um, like you said, for um, uh, Christoph Waltz's Dr. King Schultz did try to shoot shoot Calvin Candy Leonardo DiCaprio, but again, um, Ilya's opinion about that was that maybe he should have waited or else he could have got it waited later on to do that and not try to do it right at that moment. But yeah, there's a part in the movie when it goes well into the movie where Christoph Waltz's Dr. King Schultz tries to shoot Leonardo DiCaprio and that really upsets Steven by Samuel L. Jackson. Then there's a bunch of violence and shooting and Tarantino cameos outside somewhere. And um, uh, actor, um, the heavyset actor that lost weight who was in Superbad, he has a cameo as the, one of the Klansmen. Oh, oh, really? He does? Yeah, what's his yeah, name? Uh, what's the guy's name? Yeah. He He's was from, in War Dogs. He was he, in War Dogs and Superbad. Um, yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and stuff like that. He cameos as one of the Klansmen. And again, none of this stuff, you can remember, this movie is about slavery. So when we're talking about this fictional movie about slavery, we don't mean to offend anyone. It's not meant that way. It's just that you're watching a movie about slavery. So it's, it's like we'll have to watch with the, um, the way things are said, but we're not trying to offend anybody in whatever we're saying about all this. We're just stating our thoughts and opinions about the fictional movie itself. But yes, this is a fictional, entertaining movie, yet it is kind of, yes, granted, about slavery, what right. have you. All right. Yeah. All right. So, let's yeah. see. What else? Um... Yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of agree with your opinion that um, Christoph Waltz's Dr. King Schultz was kind of ended up being more in a like kind of a submissive role. When in the beginning he wasn't that way, but like he wasn't, he was turned around later on past the beginning to be more submissive as as opposed to in charge of stuff. So that was an, I, I liked right. your observation about that. Wow. So what else about this movie have we have we not yet already talked about to continue on the conversation? Well, there's nothing I want to say right now. You go ahead, ask me questions. You usually ask me questions. So okay, sure. Um, what did you think about the, what did you think about the pacing and the runtime? With this being two hours and forty five minutes, like, did, were you ever bored or were you engaged from scene to scene, or did some scenes go on too long for you? What did you make of the pacing of the movie? 
No, I think the pacing was definitely really good. I don't think I ever got bored watching it. There was always something going on. It didn't, honestly, if anything, it could have been longer. Longer, yeah. Okay. All right. Once it was too short. It All was right. almost too short. Okay. And, uh, like, towards the end, after he, uh, so after he gets locked up and then he escapes. I forgot how he escapes, but he escapes from, like, the whatever. When he's locked in with those people. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, that whole, like, that whole kind of situation could have been prolonged a little bit. They could have made it longer and more interesting because it was just so quick. It was like, he went from being locked up, being free again within, like, like, five minutes. And I think that they could have just, they could have kind of gone into it a little bit more. Yeah. Like, like he, something could have happened where, you know, he would have, uh, it would have showed what, what's happening to him while he's locked up. And gradually progress progress into him free himself but not like oh my god i'm i'm locked up and then he just kind of like knocks somebody out or whatever and then he's free again I'm like no dude like, right that's, that's not interesting you know right i hear that's a good point that's a good point all that like it just it makes it not as fun to watch yeah it just yeah makes it too easy you know what I mean? yeah, yeah that was a good that's a good way how you describe all that stuff right there i want to go on to the trivia real quick about the trivia about leonardo leonardo dicaprio and his villain role it said leonardo dicaprio whose role marked the first time he played a villain since the man in the iron mask 1998 was uncomfortable with how horrible and explicitly racist his character was however quentin tarantino convinced him to be menacing as possible saying that if he didn't take it all the way people will hold it people will hold it against him forever. So yeah, it's the first, like you said, like we said earlier in the first take that we ended up using, that this is the first time he plays a villain bad guy, a villain bad guy role since 1998's The Man in the Iron Mask. So that was a bit of interesting right. trivia right there. Yeah. There are 178 right. bits of trivia. But, so yeah, this movie, like, uh, like, like lots of movies, lots of, lots of trivia about all this stuff. But yeah, there you have, right. that, that, there you have you. There you go. Mm. For sure, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he did his job. Like, that was his job. Like, he wasn't, like, he was supposed to be racist. Like, how are you going to tell somebody, you know, hey, don't be racist in the movie where literally that's his role is to be a fucking racist. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Exactly. Good point about all that. Also, it's about. He's doing it in real life. Yeah. People, yeah. Actually, you know yeah. It's a movie and fictional. Um, yeah. Okay. So, about the different actors that were considered for the role of Django, it said Will, Will Smith, Idris Elba, Chris Tucker, Terrence Howard, Mike, Michael Kenneth Williams. I'm not very familiar with Michael Kenneth Williams, but I'll look into him in a sec. And Tyrus, Tyrese Gibson were all considered for the role of Django. Quentin Tino uh, really? were all considered for the role of Django. Yeah, really. Quentin Tierney actually wrote the role with Smith in mind, and Smith's agents and manager wanted him to accept it, but Smith ultimately decided to pass. Tarantino then offered the part to Jamie Foxx, who accepted. So those were a bunch of an actor's names uh, who were offered the position before Jamie Foxx ended up doing it. That's, now, who's that's this that's mo- cool, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Man. All right, so I don't have much more to say, man. I don't have much more to say right now. All right, well, if you want to ask me more questions, go ahead. I can. I yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let me see what other questions I have. I was just. Oh, actually, oh, I I found more trivia about who you wanted for it. Okay, great. Okay. Let Let me say it real quick. So before I forget. 
It says uh, about you talking about Cuba Ju- Gooding Jr. in the first take, then we're ending up in this final version. It says Cuba Gooding Jr. lobbied Cuba Gooding Jr. lobbied for the role of Django, but Quentin Tarantino would not consider him. According to Gooding, it's his biggest disappointment. Wow, that is very wait, interesting trivia. Wait, wait, wait. Say it again. Say it again. All right. All right. So it says in one of the trivia below the stuff I already mentioned, it said. Cuba Gooding Jr. lobbied for the role of Django, but Quentin Tar- oh, but but Quentin Tarantino would not consider him. According to Gooding, Gooding, oh. it's his biggest disappointment. So actually, when you mentioned when you thought that Cuba Gooding Jr. was a good pick for that, Cuba Gooding Jr. himself thought that as well and lobbied for the role, but director Quentin Tarantino would not consider him. And according according to Gooding, this is it's his biggest disappointment. So not so it's funny because you said that earlier how you wanted him yeah. to be it, the actor himself. Also wanted and lobbied for it was turned down against it though by the director Quentin Tarantino himself. So I thought that was very interesting trivia how you were saying that earlier and then the actor himself, Cuba Gooden Jr., also thought the same as you. Very interesting. Yeah, wow. it's just a coincidence, you know? Yeah, yeah. Amazing coincidence. Wow. I didn't yeah. realize it. What Because I didn't really, I didn't know that. And I'm like, wow, it's so interesting because I think you'd have just done a much better job. He's just more. Apparently he thought. Apparently he thought so as well, because it's mentioned about him in that in the trivia right there about the line I just said. So wow. Right, right. Oh my goodness. So I guess you and him think alike sometimes. Very interesting. Um, yeah, I just, I just, I like movies a lot, and I'm yeah. very like, I'm wow. very, um, like I don't know, I like, I think a lot about characters and actors and how you know people's personalities and how it. How they uh, kind of. Uh, I just thought that it was an interesting uh, coincidence. I just thought it was a funny coincidence how both you and the actor himself thought that that should be the case for that part and what have you with it. Very yeah, interesting. interesting. What a, what a- yeah, yeah. All right, so let's see what else you said for questions. Um. Let yeah, me see. Ahead. If you ask me questions, I'll be able to say more. I don't know what the, I, I can talk about it. Just in, if you want me to just kind of talk about whatever I feel like talking about that movie, I'll just kind of go, you know, I'll just talk about things at random, you know? Okay, I'm looking through, I'm on the IMDb page, so I'm trying to find a question or something to talk about with it. I'm just scrolling through everything. Yeah. I got you. Go ahead, man. Do your thing. Yeah. Let's see. All right, let's see. All right. Um, let's see. That's off. Let's get off the trivia page. Um... So you thought the movie actually could be longer. I thought it was long enough as is, but you wouldn't mind if it was longer. Dude, I wish it was like, honestly, like six hours longer. It would have been better. <laughs> wow. They, they could have put so much more stuff into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, more so. characters, more, more kind of more of a plot, more, you know, more. Because um, it just kind of went from like, okay, this dude is a bounty hunter. He finds this person that he needs in order to find somebody else that he's hunting after that he's trying to find, right? So he needs this Django in order to find his his um, bounty or whatever. Hold on for a second. Okay. Hi, good morning. Uh, just, yeah. Thank you. Just hold on for a second, man. Okay, that's uh, fine. Go ahead and talk and then uh, I'll come back. That's fine. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I really like so far Ilya's thoughts and opinions about Django Unchained that we're getting on this current final take of it. Um, uh, yeah, this is coming out really well so far. Oh, let's see, soundtracks. Thank you. Thank you. What do I do? I just put it on a bad right. one right here. Yeah. 
yeah. Just put it like just like that. Exactly. Okay, thank you. Uh, okay, man. Uh, go ahead. I'm listening. What were we gonna? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out some more questions to ask you about the movie. I'm just looking through the IMDb sure. IMDb page now. Um, let's see. Okay. Sounds good, man. Um. What is the guy's name? Hold on. Oh, the oh the actor the 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 cameo clansman Jonah Hill name's Jonah Hill yeah that's it Jonah Hill oh uh, yeah Jonah Hill Jonah yeah. Hill yeah okay let's uh, do another pie. well actually yeah we'll wrap up this one because I have to go inside but uh yeah uh, but I want to do a podcast about um, War Dogs because he's in that movie I I never I never really got into War Dogs so I don't really have much to say about that honestly I just wanted to have. I, I just know, but we can still I, do a podcast about it. I have plenty to say. About okay, because I I want to just I had your thoughts and opinions of Godfather because I wanted the Godfather out there. But you said to wrap up, so you said the wrapping up. No, no, stuff. no that's fine. With this, with this one, yeah. But yeah, with this yeah. one. Um, for wrapping up, I just want to say, um, uh, first thing is, what are your final concluding thoughts and opinions about stuff that we haven't yet already said in regards to Django Unchained, and then also on how you would personally, if you if you personally would have to great if you personally would have the greater rate this movie how you great would rate it so let's just start with including thoughts and opinions uh, it could be about any story elements characters quotes trivia any final concluding thoughts about Django Unchained and then the final second question is after that first one is how would you greater rate this movie if you had to greater rate it so let's start with concluding thoughts first uh, so concluding thoughts it was a good movie like I said it could have been a little bit it could have had a little more of a plot to it it was a very simple plot except for the plot twists I like the plot twists all right go over real quick about the, the go over real quick about the plot twists so number one is candy gets shot and Schultz dies I was not expecting when I saw that I was not expecting that at all I was like holy crap and then um, to me what I was thinking was I was thinking what I thought was gonna happen was I thought they were gonna take room Hilda and then Candy was going to realize that she is uh, Django's wife and they were going to go chasing after them. And then it was going to be a, like a big, you know, a big part of the movie was going to be them trying to chase them, hunt them, shootouts and all that stuff. Like some kind of maybe like a train shootout on the train. Like that's what I was thinking. And it completely did not like it would it did not turn out the way I thought it was going to turn out at all. So that was a big plot twist for me. And then Django getting... Um, <clears throat> getting like captured i thought he was gonna end up just like basically like you know uh shooting his way out and then again big chase nope no chase he ends up getting captured and then after he got captured i thought he actually was gonna lose his jump for real i thought that was kind of i was like and then he all of a sudden like he escapes and then everybody's i like reunited yeah. and everybody lives happily ever after so yeah, i thought I, it was just kind of weird yeah uh, i like I, I like how you i like how you describe the twists and turns on the surprising things about that just like how it was right there very well said very nice. Yeah. So now, very nice. Very nice. How very much? Nice. Very nice. How much? <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, um, now if you had yeah. to, uh, if you yourself, I know, you, uh, if you had to grade or rate Django Unchained, how would you grade or rate this movie? Both first, first we'll do stars, and second we'll do a letter grade. I would say three and a half out of five, <clears throat> and three? then letter grade would be. Um, I would say it's a B, just a like so, a hard B. A hard solid B and a three out of five. All right, and that's a B cool. Minus, but I would say a hard B. Yeah, I'll go with a B so, also. Yeah, 
maybe very very soft B plus, but it's not The Godfather. If yeah. I was compared to this movie, it's definitely not The Godfather. Oh uh, yeah, we just did. It. By the way, everybody, we just did Godfather. So if you're curious, check out uh, uh, Godfather one if you haven't already heard that one. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I know you have to go soon, so that's why we did the wrap up thoughts here. Um, when you, I, I know you're very busy with work and your daughter and all that good stuff. But when your schedule frees up and you have time, please watch the home video release of No Time to Die Bond Twenty Five because I can't wait to talk about that movie with you. That's fine. Like I said, we can talk about that after the podcast, bro. Cool, cool. I'm just trying to stick to... Great. Uh, no, yeah, stick, stick to the... To the right, got you, got you. So, yeah, everybody, I thought you liked our thoughts and opinions about Django Unchained. Um, uh, I liked it the first time I saw it. Um, for me, it doesn't have too much rewatchability value. I probably would rewatch um, Inglorious Bastards over this. Um, I really enjoyed that um, it worked out today that both of us could get on online to tell you about these um, movies, first Godfather and now Django, and uh, yeah, I wanted right. to say I really appreciate that Ilya was able to come on and we finally got to talk about both of these movies today, and I appreciate um, your thoughts and opinions and your friend and your and your friendship that um... Hello? Yeah, I'm listening. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that I, I also appreciate your thoughts and opinions about us getting to talk about these on the podcast, and I also appreciate your friendship. Yeah. Your friendship from all these years. We've been friends for many years now, and it's uh, and I'm glad you're yeah. a part. I'm, I'm I'm glad you're a part, partly a co-host occasionally on the podcast about stuff. Some of the great uh, podcasts. And uh, check the catalog. We're in a bunch of podcasts co-hosted together over different months and such. But um, yeah, this has been really fun. A whole lot of fun and enjoyment and talking about the movies together and then also sometimes we'll also talk about relationships but um yeah i love right. it i love creating these things with you it's a lot of fun and i like that i get i get cool. paid and i like that i get paid to do what i love so thank you for that part too yeah bro all right sounds good bro i gotta go um i have to go okay yeah i gotta go i know i understand i understand i'll talk to you later then it's fine okay i'll call you back in an hour or two okay all right sounds good all right, bro. All right. All right. Thank you so much for saying those things, okay? You're you welcome. Too. I appreciate it. And, uh, You're welcome. Me All right. Talk to you later. All right, bro. I'll talk to you later. Homie. Yeah. Bye. All right. Bye. All right, and that has been Eli co friend and co-host Elia. It is Elia. Wait a second. Excuse me. Hold on. Everybody dance and have a good time. One more time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This has been friend and co-host Elia and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC. Signing out till no time to die discussion.